Take two. Uh, hey guys, Untethered with Lo, and I have my good friend Leah with me. We do a segment twice a month. This month we only did once a month, trying to give ourselves a little bit of a break as, you know, the summertime is here. And so, um, Leah, uh, you want to say hi and just reintroduce yourself? Yes, absolutely. Um, hi, hi. My name is Leah Pegram. I am a circle and retreat facilitator, ceremonialist, and sacred feminine embodiment guide. And what all that means is that I just feel really called to create spaces for connection, connection to self, connection and community, and connection to the earth. And um, one of my beautiful connections in this life is my friend Lauren right here. So I'm so excited to be in this space with you and to see what wants to kind of come through us and be shared, you know, uh, on this new moon and cancer today. So Absolutely. Thank, you. thank you for being here. Yeah. I know I just hopped off the plane, but thanks for being here. <laughs> uh, so we do a card pool. Um, I did my, um, Oh goodness. One of my shadow decks, Oracle cards. It's actually the deck that I, um, kind of got my, my, goddess deck card from when we did the goddess wisdom of women goddess deck that both lee and i are in um and i usually always pull the outlaw card uh so i named myself cosmic outlaw because that's what came through but this deck's really magical i love it so i was really called for this because this moon feels magical so um the card that was that fell out was the observer and it reads, the observer indicates a time where you are being encouraged to suspend judgment or conclusions and simply witness. Humans are always trying to sort their external world. We want to process it, make sense of it, and figure it out, figure out the place within it. It is our way of trying to feel secure and comfortable with our environment. However, this can also reach extremes where we automatically form opinions without gathering enough information. The observer asks you to pause and simply pay attention. This may seem passive, but in observing, we are already cultivating change. The balanced observer intuitively knows when to be present and when to move. They watch, but they do not do so in a way that harms others. Many people interpret them as empathetic, in reality, they understand that there is a time and a place for action. An unbalanced observer becomes too stagnant. They can see how everything functions, but they do not believe that they are able to change the effect. They can. This can be a form of bypassing as they may not stand up when it is needed. And so I think that's a, such a great card period and reminder. I feel like I'm in the, in the, balance of being of uh, in like balancing of being balanced and unbalanced in that right now in my my personal days um but how powerful is it to be reminded of that you know like let's take a moment not to judge and and not to jump to conclusions and so there's actually so much in that card <laughs> I love that. And I was recently having a conversation about kind of something along this, you know, these lines is, is, is how can we, you know, view our life in, in from that observer standpoint of just allowing it to exist. And like, this is what is right. Yeah. And so, I mean, there's so much that we're able to experience, you know, spectrum wise while we're here on this planet in this, you know, earth suit doing this thing. Um, but if we can slow down enough to observe, to just kind of be with what is, not to have judgment and just to allow it to exist without placing expectation, like that's a big one for me. I feel like I place expectations on things, right? So if we can lessen the expectations, lessen the judgment and just be with what is. Yeah. Um, I think it allows us space to have a deeper understanding of what's available to us in any moment, right? Because we've kind of removed the boxes of what life should look like and we're just moving with it as it's presented to us. So I love that. I think that's a beautiful reminder um, that I'm certainly going to take to heart and, and, and carry with me today. So thank you for that. Yeah. And, you know, that card really, for me, as we move into like the actual segment of things, takes kind of precedence in what you said where it was like in life is, with everything that has happened 
you start mm-hmm. to realize just life is happening and it's not good or bad. It's, it just is. And so we'll talk more about that after we, uh, we break into the actual segment for today. Um, yeah, let's, you know, let's dive into it, right? You know, we're yeah. reading this book, A Year of Positive Thinking, Daily Inspiration, Wisdom and Courage by Cindy Spiegel. And ah, today's card is, you know, July 17th and the word is grieve. Grieve in whichever way you feel compelled to. There isn't one right way to move through what saddens you. Give yourself the space to feel. Be sad. Be angry. Be heartbroken. Cry or don't cry. But also take deep breaths and remember the love that brought you to your knees, the smiles that broke your heart wide open, and the moments of laughter and joy. Finding the happiness among the grief can make each difficult moment a bit easier to bear. Show yourself more love than you've ever needed to before and feel what you feel. And I find it so interesting that such a, almost like a, a power punch to the heart space with this, you know, topic of conversation today, that it comes through on the Cancer New Moon, right? So just going to read a little bit um, about the Cancer New Moon. I'm taking this from Jonathan Dent. Cancer is a cardinal water sign that is ruled by the moon. And it teaches us that there's great power in our emotional sensitivity. The mother is often associated with cancer, and because the moon feels very comfortable in cancer, because it's the moon's home, it's always appropriate with the cancer new moon to check in with ourselves about how comfortable we've been feeling within our own home of our hearts. And so I just think that pairs so nicely just to one, you know, we'll speak to the observer and, and kind of moving through the grief space kind of from that place, but also like how to mother ourselves and the tenderness of grief and honoring our emotional sensitivity and what it can teach us, you know, and gosh, you know, my, my dear friend, Lauren, I know that you have had so much grief, you know, over the you know the past year, year and a half, two years. And so, you know, if, if you feel called, if you want to kind of speak to this first, and then we'll kind of go from there. Um, yeah. I mean, I, when I first read this segment, <laughs> I was just reminded that grief really comes in, you know, not just the loss of people, you know, mm-hmm. and it can come in the loss of friendships and the loss of a job, um it can come from you know losing personal items that you've had like you know grief can show up that was the first thing that popped in my mind because grief isn't just one thing it can be a lot loss of a job I mean just literally you can grieve over almost anything and uh kind of like you said the one thing I've said the most this year is that my heart is broken and I can honestly um say that a lot because it has been a very heartbreaking year. And um, even when you lose so much, and you're okay with the loss, because you know, kind of like we were saying in the in the beginning, like, all the losing my dad, my grandpa, my stepmom, like, I don't look at it like something was taken from me. I just realized that that's life. And that it was all there to be part of this whole system and process to make me stronger to make me more loving to make me more compassionate to understand that this is the process of life and it's not comfortable and it's not and it's not cozy all the time and it's not sunshine and rainbows and so um it definitely is one of those processes where I lost my dad and the next day I went dancing and I talked about it on my podcast then, and I had a lot of people reach out and talk about the fact that I said something like that and was very open about it because they felt like, okay, grieving can look like anything. And, and then it started really just for me, just transferring into like my everyday where like, I just had to show up however I could like wholeheartedly and some people didn't understand that they couldn't respect it and that's okay like that's okay too because if you've never lost people that close to you I lost my brother at 14 it it destroyed me it destroyed me I was very young and I got strong from that and but if you've never been through a, a loss very close uh especially when it comes to family it's it's not something to really easily understand 
And so, you know, I would show up as best I could. You couldn't always meet everybody where they were at and vice versa. And I had to learn to learn, be okay and accepting of the fact that people aren't understanding what I'm growing through because they've never experienced it, right? So what a lesson to have to learn. Give compassion, maybe when you're not getting compassion back. When mm. you're not getting understanding, come back, like still understand for others. Like that was, I think, the biggest thing when I came to grieving wasn't even about me. It was like learning to understand the world around me better and learning to hold a lot of space and love for those who couldn't understand. And um, I just really have taken it day by day and I haven't been a hundred percent in anything until recently. I've been really putting it all in, but that's what I've needed. And so I always encourage everyone, like you have to do what feels good to you. Uh, I've seen people post about their lost ones lately. And I'm like, please just go out and do whatever you want, whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> you know, if you want to go dance, if you want to go sit in a room. I mean, there were days where I laid in bed and cried all day. I mean, and there were days where I got up and I would go for a run and go for a walk and like go get my petties and it just every day I just met myself wherever I could be at and I was just okay whether everybody else actually was like happy with what I was doing or not because it just it had to be what was meant for me it was uh it's still hard I mean even now like talking about it like you can hear you can hear it in me it still hurts and it's not just the loss of the family there's just been a lot of things and I just know it's it's making me strong and it's even though there are days where I just don't want to be here I'm just tired of this planet and all the bs that comes with it (laughs) (laughs) I'm also reminded of the love in my life and the people that care about me so much and so I know it's hard sometimes but um grief can also show you just how much you're loved and Mm. um once I start sharing my journey with that, just so many people really stepped up and uh, Leah, you being one. Um, so thank you for that. Uh, there was one other thing I really wanted to say. I'll let you, Leah, if you have anything you want to say. And yeah, I'll- absolutely. One, I just want to say that I honor the strength and courage it takes to be this vulnerable in this kind of space and you are such a self-led heart warrior in that way um you truly show up in all that you are and allow yourself to be seen in vulnerability and it is is such a teacher and it, it gives others permission to do the same so first and foremost i love you and i honor you in this moment um for being brave enough to speak that, you know, out loud in, into this public space and, and so that it can hit the hearts of those intended to hear this and be medicine for them. Um, grief is such a massive topic. And I, I love that, you, you know, in, in the book and then in what you shared that it touched on, it can look different for everyone and to, you know, allow that to exist and that it can look different for you every single moment, not even every single day, but, you know, you can move through, you know, the anger, the rage, the sadness, the, the, the joy and remembrance, you know, all of that within 20 minutes at times, right? And so allowing it all to exist. And I think, you know, bringing in, you know, the cancer energy of allowing it to exist and, and understanding that, we are souls here having a human experience. And part of that is the feeling part. It's, it's, it's feeling in these massive ways while we're here, the wide spectrum of emotions, the wide spectrum of experiences that are available to us and, and leaning in, in all that is right. Even with the observers we talked about earlier and leaning in and, and just allowing it all to exist moment to moment. Um, I did a circle one time and we spoke, we were speaking, actually, I think we were speaking about the kind of the heart chakra and kind of through that uh, grief comes up, you know, and um, in, in doing some of my research, I was reading about how, you know, grief can actually be a gateway to joy because through grief and, and really being in the intensity of grief, it is this gateway because it shows your capacity to love. It actually shows the capacity of your heart to to grieve, to feel 
all of this heaviness and sorrow for something that that was loved or was so present in your life that your heart was open to and then can now be open to in other things. And I also love Lauren that you brought in grief of not just lost loved ones. Of course, that's what's you know very present in your heart because you you lost so many people in such a quick you know amount of time that were very very close to you. Um, but we can also grieve parts of ourselves that are shifting and changing, um, shifting relationships, you know, um, and, you know, cancer, the new moon in cancer is also that very mothering energy. And so in my lived experience right now, the way I relate to this topic is my oldest daughter just turned 13, uh, last Monday. And so there's this grief there of, wow, like she's a teenager now and knowing that like the child part, you know, if we're not in the child, you're just now she's officially, there's that teen at the end of her age. And also honoring how beautiful that is and that rite of passage and that crossing of the threshold, right? Mm -hmm. So I think all of this is also this reminder that everything is impermanent and that can sound so cliche, but it can also be really beautiful and powerful to, to hone into and then live your life from that understanding is that everything is always changing. We in this moment are literally moving, you know, like we aren't like solid, right? Like we're literally moving and shape shifting in this exact moment as we're talking, even though it appears through our eyes that we're here looking at each other in the solid form. So everything is always changing. And so allowing that space in our hearts, allowing that space with our breath to kind of relax into that, that a little bit. Um, but gosh, yeah, there's so much here. I love that you even brought up, you know, the grieving of like, you know, lost things like, so, you know, and allowing yourself to kind of feel, all that, you know, can come up, you know, through this. So what an invitation to continue to journey with what grief looks like. And I think it's an important topic that a lot of people steer away from. Um, even recently in a, the Facebook group that I have, the sisterhood space, um, you know, we, I started a, a tab because so much was coming up about grief and there just wasn't space within the group yet. And there's these guide sections with all these resources. And I was like, whoa, like we need a space with like resources for grief, you know? And now there's, you know, even the emergence of like death doulas is something that's becoming, you know, really popular now and like honoring kind of this time of grieving, honoring this time. If we're going to talk about, you know, losing loved ones where, you know, if it's not unexpected, then honoring people as they're kind of shifting out of this life, you know, into beyond. And so I think that it's very present collectively that people are kind of coming into this conversation of like, wait a minute, like we need to be talking about this. And so again, just honoring you, because I'm sure that through you sharing your story and in the circle spaces that you hold, like being able to be in spaces and offer that permission for others in a safe way, um, it is going to be incredibly impactful, you know, for so many. Yeah, it uh it really has because just like you said, you know, we we sit in these circles and we're trying to help women really nurture themselves in all the ways and feel like they can be completely honest about wherever they're at. And the last circle I was at, um, you know, this topic can be taboo, but uh, somebody who has had a lot of experience with it, um, it it needs to be talked about more and you know, through the grief and through all the loss last year, I can't tell you how many times, like, I wanted to drive myself into a ditch. I was just kind of over the day. And um, we had circle last this month. And one of the ladies was like, I really hate to bring this topic up. But, um, I, you know, I've, I've tried to off myself. And I told her, I was like, please don't apologize for that. I'm glad you can talk about it because I know that like I I told her my experience I said just a couple months ago like I literally went to go drive in a ditch and my friend could see it in my face I was literally like I'm gonna go home and cry for a while and he was like no <laughs> he was like no you could just tell like it was not probably a good idea um and I told her I was like you know that is just that was me a few months ago you know and then another girl got to chime in and some people are weird about that when we're chiming in and like but the thing is when we all chimed in she felt seen she felt understood she felt not alone and we may not want to share our stories because we feel like we're standing on someone's toes but I rather hear and know that other people are going through things I'm going through so that way I know that there's there's support to lean into and so I created this space, you know, and it was one of those things where that's not the first time I've talked about that. I talked about it in high school with my counselor when I, after I lost my brother and they literally made me a mentor for freshmen because they thought that 
you know, I created a space for kids to be seen and heard who felt the same way. And so grief will send you into these spirals and it may seem down, but I, I know from my experiences last year that, and from that time with losing my brother, that the grief I felt opened doors and it created space for people who aren't seen or heard as often to now have somebody know exactly how they're feeling in their present moments. And I, you know, it's not like I'm done hurting at all. But at least now that I share it, you know, other people lean into that and, uh, and that kind of goes into like what I wanted to say about like, just like opening your heart and sharing yourself and sharing your grief and sharing what you're, what you've learned from the grief. It's been really like really centering for me because so many people can lean into that. So many people have reached out and said, man, I went through that. Um, I'm going through that and just the bonds and the community and what it gets you um you know it's it's really a beautiful thing at the end of the day um no matter how hard it's been and uh I just want to remind people that you know our pain is purpose our pain is power especially when we want to use it to love others and let others know that they're fully supported and uh yeah, just I I know it sucks, but um, just turn that pain into the purpose. And I have, and I know, like I said, I've been just talking about it more and open about it. As you can hear, I'm I'm a mess right now, but I rather people see someone being a hundred percent in their space, unhappy, still hurting, and still trying to thrive and make the most of life. Because you can definitely balance the two, no matter how hard it is, <laughs> you can definitely balance those two sides. And so I just want to encourage everyone to keep on keeping on when the times are really tough, um, when your heart is broken. Um, and just know that in time, it will, it will heal. It will. And I think it's so important that people that are you know, um, space holders or coaches or teachers or, you know, influencers or whatever role where people are hearing your message, right? If it's one person, if it's 1 million people to show more of her humanness, right? And I speak to this a lot, right? There's the rise of the sacred feminine energy on the planet within all of us. And the invitation with that is to descend into the human experience. But if we're not speaking about the human experience in its totality, and we're only speaking to love and light, and when we're happy and blissful, and the pictures are filtered, and I'm in the right pose, so I look perfect, and you know everything is aesthetically pleasing, like, no, like, show us the gritty, show us the mess, show us the tears, because that is relatable. That connects humans heart to heart, because it is not all rainbows and unicorns. Sometimes it's fetus position on your freaking floor, right? Like feeling it. And to be able to hear people that we see thriving and like, you know, Lauren, you're a beautiful example of this. Like you hold so much, you are creating such massive impact in the world. You are such a light. You are so funny and adventurous and you're the yogi and like all of these things. But to be able to also know like, oh, she feels these things too, right? And I think that's why I love the medicine of circle and community is because you're exactly right. It gives people space to say, oh, like I'm not alone in this. And I think that society, since we've been so pulled away from living in communities and living with that village mindset, we're, we're kind of off in our own silos of our homes and things like that. And now, especially with social media, without so much being filtered and, and so, I mean, there's, there's a good chunk of people that are trying to show the light, the dark, the beauty and the mess, but there's a lot of people that are just showing it through the lens of either toxic positivity or a very filtered, perfect version of what their life is. Right. And there's so much behind the scenes that we're not seeing, but when you're sitting there scrolling on your phone, it's like, 
it, it, it makes you feel less than there's this lack, there's this comparison that can happen like, oh, their life's perfect. Why am I feeling like crap? Right. And so to have people that are leaders share their, their mess is so inspiring to me and so important. And I think a shift that has to continue to happen on this planet. So we like put these people off of pedestals and understand that we are all human and we are all in this together. And this experience can be so intense, but if we can see each other heart to heart, and then come together in community and surround ourselves by people. Like when you don't have it, I got you. Like when I don't have it, you got me. And like, I think a beautiful example of our dynamic has been in the business space that we co-facilitate the business of being a goddess is that, you know, the Facebook group that we have this membership space. And sometimes you didn't have it. Sometimes I didn't have it. And the other one would step up. And so I think that, you know, through the lens of the business world, you know, really looking at, you know, maybe you're a business owner or, you know, you whatever you are doing in the world, do you have a team around you that in those moment, moments of intense humanness, like they have your back truly? Because it's so important, right? Because if we were meant to be on this planet alone, we would be alone. And we're not. Like we are meant to be with others. We are meant to be in community. We are meant to support each other for this very reason, right? Because things happen that are intense and they do rock you. And sometimes, you don't have it, you know, um, with my relationship with my husband, for example, my, our, our friend, you, you, um, well, I, won't, I guess I won't speak your name without her permission on the podcast, but one of our mutual friends um, does this thing with her husband where they share the capacity they have in the day to hold really like to hold bullshit, to hold anything. Right. It's like, I'm at like 20%, you know, and I'm like, and, and so just knowing where your partner is yeah. to be able to kind of step up that way. So be it a coworker, be it a business partner, be it in a relationship, you oh, know, knowing that it, it's okay to, to be in that truth of like, I don't have it today. Right. Yeah. No, I love, I love that so much. Um, I'm sure she, I, same thing. I have a, a girlfriend, I guess it's kind of same. Like, we're like, okay, today's not a good day. It's just not. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I'm feeling it the same, you know, and then we're memeing each other out and, you know, doing our best to just like love and nurture each other. And I, I, you know, and this is what we're here to do. We're here to break down those walls and those pre-programmed structures of separation and segregation from not just the world, but ourselves, right? And our disconnect from our body, our mind, our hearts, our spirits, God, like the divine consciousness that is all. And um, there's so many of us doing that, but we all need to be doing more, you know, and it comes with that vulnerability and that sharing your truth, no matter what they are, no matter if they make everyone happy or unhappy, you know, that vulnerability is super important. And I'm just falling in love with that. You know, I'm falling in love with even though, and I keep telling everyone in my posts, cause you know, you see me everywhere and like, my life's not perfect. Like by any means, I don't have my shit together by any means. Like I'm just getting by y'all, but I'm, I do the most I can just be happy as I get by. And, um, and I'm just falling in love with just being that, that real and vulnerable and, and always trying to be that transparent about all the things these days, because I mean, I just don't want, I don't ever want people to think that it, it's sunshine and rainbows all the time. It's just, it's not, it can be for a long time. And I've had that. I've had those perfect spouts, you know, and then I've had years like I've just had. And so I just, you know, want to encourage everyone to really just keep showing up. And I did pull another card, um, mm -hmm. It was from the Shine deck. Um, it's kind of like more like a, uh, almost like Nancy's kind of deck. I've had it for a few years now, but I really loved it because it kind of leads into what we, we were just talking about, right? And what it pulled was show off your sparkle and shine from the inside. And, uh, you know, we're just talking about that being vulnerable. You know, that vulnerability brightens things up more than you know. That hurt brightens things up more than you know. That darkness creates a light that shines really bright. And, um, you know, some of the things that said here uh, for it, though, you know, take responsibility to claim your power. You no longer give a shit about what others think. You love and accept yourself for exactly who you are. You have the courage to try something new. You love and respect your body. You forgive yourself for the BS you allowed. Have you been holding back? 
holding back or shushing your soul's voice. You were born to shine your unique sparkle of magic. Stop hiding your light. Um, and so just kind of going with all the rest, it, it's, you know, this is a time to observe. I, I don't know if you said it in the, in the cancer pool. I can't remember right now, but I had read something too. It's like really that time to like cut out as time is speeding up, as like life is getting, as we're drawing closer to something major, which is this massive enlightening moment that's happening for us on like a very galactic scale, you know, there's no more time for the BS. There isn't. And it, a lot of us are getting hit hard because we're in preparation for like what's to like manifesting for our futures. And that's not just for one person, it's for like a massive collective whole, you know? And so that observer card is super important because right now, what are you hiding? What are you holding back? What can you grieve and let go of so you can create space in your heart to open the doors to these massive opportunities and blessings that are sitting there for you right now? I know that every time I grieve, I let God closer to me. And now my relationship with God is is impeccable and enlightening and i'm finding so much more wisdom and guidance and truth and justice shining through and so just really take time to sit with that observer card but then like to let whatever is coming out of you shine through whatever you're growing through shine through talk about it be about it let the world know like you're here and this is what you're going through so others can can sit with it and tell you the same because we're all we a lot of us have all been through a lot of the same things you know we've grieved a lot of different grievances um but so many people feel alone and it's not mm -hmm. it's not accurate it's just up that's what I, I really love about the medicine of circle too then I, I know that circle comes up a lot in these conversations because you know that's something that we're both so passionate about but it, you know when you start speaking your stories into spaces it's really interesting that you know there will be these parallels that maybe it's not the exact same thing, um, but the same lessons will be coming up with multiple people or people will resonate with a certain story. Even if their lived experience is a completely different storyline, it's like the deeper, the depth of what's actually happening on like an energetic level is very much the same. You know, I hadn't seen a dear friend of mine and we hadn't had, I guess, one-on-one -on -one, like conversation in quite a while, at least like a month and a half or two. And we reconnected. And when we were like, you know, sitting together and we actually had a despacho ceremony together and it was really beautiful. And we're just sharing so much. I mean, this is completely different lived experiences. She is this wise crone, you know, I'm, you know, here in my season of having a toddler. So very different life experiences happening right now, but the lessons that we were having were almost identical and it was really, really interesting. And so just, you know, the invitation to speak your truth, share your truth and it, I say this all the time, but the light, the dark, the beauty and the mess, like share your humanness, you know, and maybe it starts with one person that you feel safe to do that with. Maybe, hell, maybe it starts with a therapist if you have one, maybe it's that, right? And yeah. then from that trusted space, then you can extend that into other conversations. If you feel called to circle, I am, you know, I think Lawrence you know, would say the same. We invite you to try it. There are circles all over, you know, it's a beautiful ancient way of communicating where there's no hierarchy and you're in this non-judgmental space and you're in the shape of a circle you're creating this vortex of energy together to hold the stories right yeah. and when you were sharing lauren and you were sharing so freely and vulnerably it also came up for me that through speaking through humming through singing like our vocal cords like add the tone the unique tone of your own voice yeah. is so healing to your actual physical body so by speaking your grief, by singing about your grief, humming, if you're grieving, you're healing yourself, like literally like in your actual physical form as well. And I invite anyone that wants to do so to look up how incredible that can be from a scientific perspective as well. Yeah. But speaking your voice, like our voices need to be heard. And as women, voices have been silenced and continue to be silenced and, you know, all over this, you know, this world. Um, but here where we are, where we have the privilege and the freedom to speak on podcasts or to speak in circles or, you know, to speak in spaces, um, really taking that opportunity and honoring it and, and speaking not only for ourselves, but for sisters who can't, you know, our voices are so important. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
speaking grief into a space can be so freeing for yourself. And then again, you know, give others that permission and through allowing yourself to be in some of those shadows and the heaviness, you're, you're, you're bowing in reverence to the entire experience here on this planet versus only this small little boxed in perspective or window of like only the sunshine and rainbows, as you said, right? When we can kind of open that up and really allow ourselves to experience the whole spectrum that's available to us, we then live life from a wider perspective. We're then living life from a place of wholeness versus only one aspect of ourselves. So we're bringing like more superpowers through, right? Like we're tapping into more of our, you know, archetypal energies you know we're bringing in the warrioress to like cut out the shit that's not working we're bringing in the mother to care for the tender heart you know so there's all of these things like within our own essence that we can lean into yeah so i love that yeah i um i definitely whenever i talk to people and talk about meditation um i always go to my favorite form and and you know the Meditation can be anything that brings the mind to stillness. So that can be the cooking, that could be walking, that could be sleeping. I mean, whatever, whatever works for you. But uh, I know one of my favorites is talking out loud. And when I was going for the police department many years ago, uh, I used to run like 12 miles a day. And um, I was in great shape, obviously. But, <laughs> but one of the things I would do is I would, you know, run, uh, run down to this pier uh, not far from my house, a couple miles. And I would go sit there for like five hours and literally just talk out loud. Just mm-hmm. talk out loud about everything, everything that was on my mind. It, good, bad, n- indifferent. Then I'd get kicked out by the police, which was always funny because, you know, I was, I'd be like, you yeah, know, I'm actually like, and they're like, but you're trespassing. And so, you know, it was, it was fun. But that's always my favorite form because, like, I always tell people, like, when we're hurting, when we're grieving, you know, we, we go in and we hold it in the body, you know, and it gets locked up in the muscles and the joints and the bones. And so that vibrational frequency of getting it out, you know, it alleviates the ability to be stagnant in the body. And I definitely couldn't agree with you more with like even the humming. I found I, lately I've been finding myself humming. And so when you said, that, I was like, I've been doing that a lot lately. I just really, and you know, and maybe I'm, I'm, I'm not grieving. I'm still probably grieving, but I also know I'm transitioning in my life. Like there's a new Lauren coming through. There's a stronger, not that I need to be anymore, you know, boss and big boss Lauren style, but there's just like a whole different human being coming forward who wants to share and, and keep encouraging and, and so there's probably like a morning of my old self who is kind of a little more reserved and standing back. And, but I have, I found myself humming a lot lately and I'm just like, what is it? You know, I'm like, what is that with that? But it's like, like you said, it, humming's been proven to make people happy and to uplift spirits. Um, I've definitely seen scientific studies on that as well. So thank you for that reminder. Um, because I've been doing that. And then the talking, like talking out, it doesn't matter. No one's there. God's there. Like just talk, get it out, release it, get it out of the bones, get it out of the muscles, the ligaments, the joints, the tendons, get it out of the body. So you're not holding it. And the other thing I was thinking about, like kind of circling back to our women in business group, you know, as women who own businesses, uh, especially, you know, with the year that I've had, business has to be the same as your personal life sometimes. And I know there were meetings I had to cancel. I know there were times where I literally just couldn't deal with people. I would like be present, but not. And at some point I just really said, okay, if I'm not feeling up for it, I have to cancel or have to move. And people aren't happy when you do those things. Obviously, like it can stunt your business growth. It can do a lot of things. But if you, even if you show up and you're angry, you're not showing up a hundred to even be ready to move forward into those spaces in your business. And so like, as a woman in business, like when you are a person in general, you know, when you're in this world of running a business, you have to nurture yourself. And if that means clearing your schedule for a week, I want to encourage that because if you rather, I'd rather show up you know, closer to a hundred percent than running on 25 and just hearing you blah, 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 blah. And be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. 
but have no idea what we just talked about. So what was the point in that meeting anyway, you know, or being there and not being able to be fully present because I'm just not feeling it. So, you know, grief, respect and honor that grief, even in business, stop pushing yourself, stop pushing yourself when you don't feel comfortable, you know, creating those boundaries in whatever moment you need, especially when in grief, like I just can't show up today. I told somebody that when I got back, just like last week, like I'm still mourning losing my stepmom, you know, and she passed about two months ago, two and a half months, two months and a week or so. And the other day, I just was having a terribly rough day. And I just, I emailed the guy and I said, I, you know, I lost, lost my stepmom a couple months back. And I'm just like, today's a day where I can't, I just can't, I'm not ready to show up today. And it fluctuates. You know, I try to show up on the days where I can and I try to keep my schedule flowing, but there are days where I really just get hit with a brick wall that's like, I I need to stay present in my bed and do nothing. And so I know it's hard for us solopreneurs who are growing our businesses, who are, you know, creating waves and what we do, but you're going to create the biggest wave when you're feeling good and you're feeling rested. And when you're feeling like you respect and love yourself more than you love money and more than you love, like overworking yourself. And, uh, you know, as someone who has taken like a backwards progression in her career a little bit, monetarily because I rather nurture myself than keep meeting other needs right now I'd rather be again just feeling good and feeling not drained while trying to move forward than feeling those ways and so just you know grief is hard I know one of the ladies in our group is going through it too and I, I'm glad she felt safe to come in the space and talk about it and she was like I knew this post was gonna like come to you Lauren and I love that I've, I love that I've gone through what I've gone through, no matter, no matter how much it can hurt. I'm, I'm grateful for the pain because now I'm here for those who need somebody. I'm, I can give perspective to those who need that, that extra love and support and perspective. And so, um, just in the business world, just really lean into showing up for yourself. And if the people you're messing with, I can't say this enough. It's been the biggest talk of my topics lately. In those spaces where you need support, where you need people to show up, where you need someone to respect the fact that you can't show up because of what you're growing through, if you don't have the right people around you to honor you and respect you in the moments, get rid of these, get rid of the people, get rid of the business opportunities because they're going to be a hassle in the long run to begin with. But then also because like, you're not going to grow with a team that can't meet you where you're at and whether it's people that work for you or just your friendships that understand business and what you're growing through. It's just, I'm learning that my client that I have, um, you know, I've been telling for weeks, like I don't think the people that you have around you have your back. And so it's really important moving forward business and business and grieving because in business, you're going to grieve a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna grieve a lot you're gonna grieve so much of your business like whether you're having to rebrand because you're not the person you were five years ago or maybe because you ended a business partnership or maybe because you lost people like you're going to grieve I'm getting chills just saying it like you're going to grieve business a lot and you want to have the right people around and sometimes the right people are there and you outgrow them Every, some people have seasons. We know this, y'all. We know this core concept. Um, so respect the season, but then make sure you're keeping the team around you that can support you in the transition. Leah, you have been so great. I mean, when I lost my dad, especially like you just really stepped up and I mean, my, you know, what an amazing woman. I'm so grateful for you every single day and all the things that we do. And, uh, and so just find those few people that you can be a hundred percent real with have that I'm 20% today y'all <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, or like I said my friend and I were like just not today at all like let's just meme it up and get through it you know and um, you've got to be surrounded with that right space and, but you also have to respect yourself so much during those periods of time and so yeah those were just some additional things that came through yeah and I think as, as you were sharing that you know what 
kind of was coming up for me is, you know, if you're hearing this and maybe you feel like, wait, like I, I don't have the ability, like if the survival is kicking in where it's like, I don't have the ability to like take that day off or take that time for myself. Can you spend some time really looking into resources, um, resources around grief, resources within your local community? Are there things in place that can support people that are going through you know, crisis type experiences in their lives, right? Like, you know, I have a friend who went through something incredibly traumatic and was able, and I don't even know how, but found like rental assistance through a program. Like there are these things like in the nooks and crannies of like our our governmental systems or even just like community-based nonprofits that sometimes can help in times like this. So just know that, you know, maybe you can get curious around that if, you know, maybe you're not a solopreneur or if you're in a space where you don't think you can quite, you know, support your family or yourself in taking that time off that, you know, I think that there are things in place and hopefully with a conversation of grief coming to the forefront more and more, this will be a topic that begins to take priority, you know, mental health and like grieving as obviously something that, that falls within that of, you know, really honoring that people do need time, just like, you know, they're just now, you know, I, I think this because my sister just had a baby, but now paternity leave is a thing, right? So maternity leave is a thing. And obviously, like, there's other countries that do it, I think, a lot better, but we're trying, you know, and so there's maternity leave, now there's paternity leave. And, you know, is there something that can can grow when it comes to grieving that offers more time and assistance for people? So I think it's a beautiful conversation. I think it's something to you know, continue to advocate for in your own community. Um, as a business owner, what can you do for your team, for your employees, um, if something comes up around grief or they might need some space? So really, you know, take some inventory about how are you supporting those around you if the human experience hits them very hard with loss at, at, at some point, you know? Um, Lauren, if you're able to do so in the show notes, you know, maybe we can pull together some different grief resources as well um, that we found um, that maybe can be helpful for people as well. Um, and I love that you brought into the space that, you know, you can grieve things in your business. So, you know, maybe at some point we can kind of speak to the, just, just the business aspect, you know, in another conversation, um, because I think that's right. So much in, in the entrepreneur journey, solopreneur journey is death and rebirth. You know, we're always moving through that. And so there's so many things that, that shift and change. And again, it comes back to, you know, everything's impermanent. And so just being with what is allowing these things to ebb and flow, um, I just recently went through a surfing experience and, and one of the things he said that was just so incredible that can relate to life is like, there's always another wave, right? So like maybe you're at the top, maybe you're at the bottom, but there's always another wave, be it the high or the low. So just, you know, knowing that, honoring that and allowing yourself to exer- observe the experience and take in this experience as it's presenting itself to you and being with it. Like it's not happening against you. It's happening and we're here with it. So allowing it to be what is and absolutely absolutely, absolutely surrounding yourself with people that will love and support you and hold you in non-judgmental space. That is some of the deepest medicine I have found in my my life. And Lauren, you were definitely one of those people for me. So I love and honor you right back. And um, I, I really just invite anyone listening to, to really take some time to take inventory of their relationships. Because I think that, you know, again, with this, with this cancer new moon, the, the emotional sensitivity, it can be a superpower. So allow yourself to be in your feels today. Allow yourself to feel into your relationships and which ones are serving you and which ones truly have your back, business or otherwise. Um, because when the human experience can get heavy, that's when you're going to need a support team, you know, and uh, it, 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 it'll it show you, you know, so if you can go ahead and start taking the inventory now, you know, when the wave does hit, does hit you, um, you know, you, you'll have that, that, that team, that, that soul family, you know, in, in place. So, uh, gosh, so much coming through in this one. Um, again, Lauren, I just, I honor you for one, being willing and open to having the conversation when we opened the book and realized it was going to be about grief. Cause I know you're still in it, you know, um, and just sharing your tender heart with all of us and giving permission, you know, me permission and, and those listening permission, you know, to do the same. So thank you so much for the opportunity of this conversation and to hearing, you know, your wisdom pour through on this very, very, you know, important topic. It is very important. And, you know, and that's what we're here for. You know, I know you and I really uh, try to be just that beacon of light for that we can be everything and we can be absolutely nothing when we need to be. And um, I'm just grateful to be gifted that the opportunity to continue being a guiding light for those who, who need it, you know, and and for everyone that does that for me, I'm just so grateful for the world. 
you know, it, it's really a beautiful space, even in the, even in the mud of it all, you know? Um, so Leah, thank you so much for your time. Would you like to go ahead and let everyone know what you have coming up? Yeah, absolutely. So um, actually this upcoming Saturday in the Myrtle Beach area, um, it's happening actually in Conway, South Carolina. So right outside Myrtle Beach, it's our coalescence community circle, which is an adult circle for men, women, non-binary, and simultaneously a children's circle is happening for ages four and up. But of course, lap babies and um, toddlers are welcome in the adult circle with us. And so that's a really beautiful space. Um, there is a sister circle on the beach the following Tuesday on the 25th. And um, yeah, we have a rewild retreat coming up in September that Lauren and I co-facilitate. So we're really gearing up for that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you, you can find all my things at Leah in in light um, or her sacred circle. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing. And then uh, this Wednesday, I have a dog walking meetup event going on. So if you have a pup, I would love to meet you. I'd love to connect you with more people with pups. And it's also a fundraiser. Uh, it's not mandatory to donate, but it does go towards a great cause, Canine Companions, where um, the dog trainer um, trains dogs for veterans and kids with autism. And it's also working with a massive opportunity to be out in Arizona to work on 200 acres, supporting vets long-term and more often and hosting retreats. So we're uh, hopeful to keep that going. This Sunday, I also have the ABOA um, mixer, mix and mingle going on. So if you're a young professional or just a professional looking to get into another great cause, you know, come out and get to know what the American Cancer Society is all about. And the last thing, um, of course, I have my sister's circle every month the next one will be around the full moon but uh, I'm putting together a women in business um, seminar uh, Leah is going to be a guest speaker as well as I I am going to be one as well and I've got a few other ladies if you're in town you get headshot a headshot and a body shot when you come so that we can use it for branding material um, it's going to be catered I have an amazing caterer coming in Deja with her kitchen like fire um, I've got a marketing and web development um, so women just like just going to be wow and the opportunity will be virtual and in person but again the in person gets you the headshot in the body shot. So I'm really excited to kind of take on this new uh, seminar and co-work with some amazing women doing more things. And last but not least, our women in business, you know, um, it's such a magical space to be in. We took this month off. You know, Lee and I have talked about this like quarterly trying to give space, not only for the women, but just for us and there's a lot that goes into it, but it's very soul led. And some of it can be more businessy. Some of it can be more spiritual. And um, it's a great space for a woman who's in business to come in and, and dig deep into both sides, that feminine aspect, that masculine aspect, um, and to feel uh, nurtured in your business and show up however you need to show up and get resources and knowledge and tools to support you and your growth. And so uh, if you're interested in that, that um, you can reach out to Leah or I, and we will, you know, talk to you more about that. So I uh, want to bless all of you with a magical night. I'm just getting here back from Arizona and I'm just so grateful to have this moment in time with you, Leah, and with all the listeners, um, you know, we really appreciate everyone who tunes in and uh, we just look forward to talking to you again. So I hope you have a the blessed night and uh, namaste.